This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spread it like this. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We're marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome to Marking Out, episode 295, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Don't forget to go check out all of our t-shirts on Pro Wrestling Tees, prowrestlingtees.com slash Out. Also, go listen to all of our past episodes over on iTunes and over on Stitcher Radio and over on Google Play. Also, go check out Facebook, facebook.com slash out. Give it a like. And on Twitter, at out. You can go follow me, Dave the Rave, on Twitter, at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. And I am here with Brandon. You can go follow him on Twitter, at BTTG161. Brandon, how are you doing? I am doing awesome, as always. And I should also mention YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11. So go watch all of those videos. Uh, when's the next time we're going to upload a video to there? Uh, December, maybe. Uh-oh. I just made, I did a test run for the recipe. Uh-huh. Since there's no such recipe out there mm-hmm. for what I'm making. Okay. Um, but I, I mean, I don't, I don't particularly like the dish that I made. Um, really? In it general? Looked, looked no, like good. in general, I like I don't typically eat stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But the I would have to say the dish was was delish. I, I, dish I surprised was delish. myself. I surprised myself. I really did. Well, I'm ha- I'm happy that you surprised yourself. It looked yeah. very very good. So I might tweak the recipe a little bit by the time it makes uh, a cooking with Brandon episode. Aka, if you can think of a joke to throw in that involves an ingredient, you're gonna throw it in. Not what I meant. I meant an actual recipe tweak. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll see about that. We'll so see. yeah, I just got, and now I just have to continue to write mm-hmm. the, the show. Nice. <laughs> nice. Well, how was your week? It was good. It was good. Um, Tell me more. Tell me more. I mean, what's there to tell? I don't know. <laughs> what else did you do this week? I went to the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Very cool. How was that? It was. It was good. It was interesting because, in first of all, can you believe that it's been? Not can you believe? Does it feel like it's been six years that we went to the late night with Jimmy Fallon? What happens if I told you I barely remember it? Like that, it feels like it was like like ten years ago, right? I I really don't recall it all that much. I know we saw a band, and then we saw maybe Phil. Is that Phil? <laughs> First of all, we didn't see a band, so I don't know what you're remembering. Oh, uh, thinking about well, when I well, maybe saw you, Conan. Oh, uh, you saw Conan? Yeah. Where? Uh. Maybe two thousand. Okay, I, I said where. First of all, I, I guess you New York City. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that you went to see Conan. Yeah. Thanks for the actually. Invite. Oh, actually, I kind of maybe I do remember you. Yeah, I'm almost positive you watched it. I don't know. 
Maybe you were the reason why I started to watch the the Tonight Show and Late Night and all that. Yeah, maybe. Actually, I highly doubt know. it, though. Yeah, I, I was I, gonna. I, I just said, yeah, probably not. But, but, uh, yeah. So it was. It was like such a different process than going to when we went to to Late Night. Why? Like, do, what do you remember from that at all? Anything? I mean, we had to wait online. Yeah, but like where? Like we waited inside the store. And, and we waited yeah. downstairs too, right? I and think then they, so, yeah. And then they brought us up to wait in the NBC Universal store or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was completely different. This time it was more so like when I went to SNL back in October last year where they – where you – we didn't even wait online downstairs. They brought us up immediately, had us wait in the waiting room area where – um, to line up where we where I waited for SNL, and then they brought us into another big waiting area where we could sit mm-hmm. down, where I also waited for SNL, which is cool because they have like TV monitors everywhere. Like I they I say TV monitors, but like they're like fancy like screens basically, and uh. they they change them when obviously when I went they were all SNL related. Now it was all Tonight Show related, so it was really cool. And That's then, interesting. Yeah, and then from that room, they take you up in an elevator into Studio Six B. Uh huh. And it's it's cool. It, it's it's it sucks that you can't like take pictures and stuff. I mean, you can. You can no, always try you, to record a video. Uh, you really can't take pictures there. I mean, I mean, I've got, heard people they, get they away have, with it at Taylor Swift concerts. What do you mean? At ta- what does that mean? Taylor Swift, you should just record and take pictures. Yeah. That's completely different. Obviously, it went all over your head. Never mind. I but, need to know. Wait, you can't leave mind. that on me. You cannot leave that on it's me. It's being left. What did I um, say? <laughs> it's being left. Um, oh, yeah, but I got why? You. <laughs> there you go. I got you. Yeah, yeah, but that's completely different. That's that's yeah. that's not at all. I mean, you could have gotten away with it. Yeah, but if it was that muddling, what is it? Meddling pup. Meddling. Uh, meddling dog in their their gang of whatever. Yeah, no, that's not. That would just that would just be pointless. But uh-huh. like when when I went to see SNL, I like the the show was over. I quickly I stood up. I got my my raggedy phone out and took a picture. But like it's all blurry because my camera on my phone is from 1987, basically. And you to get a new phone? I don't know. And uh, and it's like, but like if you if you saw the picture and you knew it was the SNL studio, you'd be like, oh yeah, of course, this is SNL. And uh, I, I feel like I have no interest in seeing anything but James Corden. I don't know, man. Jim, it was a really good show. It was it was fun. It was entertaining. Uh, I'm happy you enjoyed it. I watched the clips on YouTube. Well, and... that's that's a, that's completely different, though. It's like a live experience as opposed to what you're watching on television. Yeah, like I mean, I I don't find his jokes all that funny at times. I don't think he has good writers. I disagree with you on that. That's all right. But uh, not always will – that's a, that's also a thing. It's like with with a, a show like that, it's going to be like monologue jokes, joke after joke after joke. Like, yeah, if you're not going to find it funny, they still throw on the applause sign and stuff. So you got to like laugh and stuff. Do you have to? I didn't. I specifically went in there. I was like, I'm not going to laugh unless I find it funny. So a few Did things- you see yourself on camera? No, not – no. What made you nod your head? Uh oh yeah, well yeah, 
Like, did you actually see yourself on camera when you nodded your head or no? Yeah. But okay. not, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. But uh-huh. the monologue jokes, you laugh at it, and I chose not to unless I thought it was funny. So some I did laugh at, and most mm-hmm. I didn't. See, that's that, the thing. I, I don't like, like, I feel like Corden, I always laugh his, at his monologue jokes. But with, s- with Fallon, yeah. with... Conan O'Brien, like I'm like, eh. I don't see how you're always la- how you every single monologue joke hits with you. For quarter, for the mo- uh, majority of them, yeah, hmm. majority of them. But with the other two or three, Kimmel, like Kimmel, I I, I do enjoy. But Conan, I'm like, eh, I don't, I don't. He doesn't do anything for me all that much with the monologues. Um, maybe. Hmm. Why you really like him too? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think Conan's like the 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 bar. Like he's the one who sets everything. I disagree, joke wise. I I don't think he has good writers either. I think I mean I it's think funny. Because I think sometimes, like I mean, and you can tell sometimes because sometimes the jokes won't like always hit the crowd. That's that goes back to like Carson even beforehand. That's like that's just always a thing. They're not gonna hit every single joke. That's SNL. Even back in the day, they would they would have a joke that wouldn't hit. More more now than then. No, dude, Carson would always do stuff like. No, I'm talking about SNL. But even still, like Carson, like he would like pull his collar and be like, "Ugh, like that didn't work." Yeah, like he would like make fun of the fact that it didn't work, and then that's funny. Yeah, I just uh, yeah, but. So, anything else to note? Uh, I don't know. Sting was awesome. That was really cool. Nice, nice. WWE Hall of Famer. Yeah, I, um, tagged, I tagged him by mistake on Twitter. That's <laughs> I, I came so close to doing that a few times, too, where I'd done the reverse, and I almost tagged the, well, uh, the well, singer. Well, like I, ta- I, I could swear I clicked on official Sting, and then when I tweeted it out, it was just at Sting. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. come on. Yeah. I, sometimes I'm so close to doing that and I kind of want to tweet it. Yeah. Like I'll catch myself right at the end and I'm like, eh, but it's kind of funny if I actually go through with this. If I'm tagging the wrong sting. We should just do that. Yeah, I'm good on that. But I think I'm gonna do that. It was I'm cool. Keep on it was, mixing the stings up. It was cool because uh he like warmed up the crowd. Mm-hmm. Which they say every time he's been on the show, like that's what he does, but like other bands don't do that. Mm-hmm. Like you have the, um, oh, I can't think of his name now. Uh, Seth, Seth, the guy that's the c- comedian. He warms up the crowd, mm-hmm. and then the show just starts. Here, he warms up the crowd, leads into them introducing the Roots, introducing Higgins, and then Sting came out and performed "Don't Stand So Close to Me." Mm-hmm. It's really cool. So. I do I do like it. I think the things I like the most about Jimmy Fallon are the uh, the games that he plays yeah. with his uh, guests. But sometimes he gets a little bit too competitive with them. And sometimes I get really annoyed with stuff because he gives people the win that clearly shouldn't have won. Or sometimes like he, like sometimes he'll blatantly cheat. I there's nothing wrong with cheating. No, I mean if, if you can get away with it. <laughs> Who's, yeah, what is it? Jesse Ventura said, like, 
if you're not cheating, you're not trying, some of that. I don't know. But it's funny because like, that just reminded me of a thing from when I was a child. Not really a child. I don't know how old I was. I must have been like, I don't know, 13, 14. We went to a family friend's house and they were like all the adults were playing like Trivial Pursuit or whatever. And one of the questions, it was about Star Wars or whatever. And I didn't know any of the answers. I didn't know the questions. And like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't watch Star Wars, so I don't know any of that. But I, I, I went, I saw the guy that was reading the question. Like I saw the question and I saw the answer. So when I walked around this the table, guy. Uh-huh. I walked around the table and they, the guy asked the question. I told my dad the answer and, and then they got it right. And he goes, Oh, that was so good. Blah, blah. blah. And I was like, yeah, it was. Yeah. It's great. Great that I knew that it was Darth Vader. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so that. Brandon lie, cheat and yeah. steal. No, I lie and cheat and steal on everything. Yeah, but, but not, that's... I mean, not everything. Do you remember that time uh, we played, what did we play? Did we play, yeah, we played Pictionary with my brothers. It was me and you versus my, my brothers. And, uh-huh. they, and they tried to cheat in Pictionary. Do you remember that at all? No. Oh, that should be more burned into your brain. Maybe I do. who cheats at Pictionary? How do you cheat at Pictionary? You whisper what the image is? They show the clue, yeah, right. But yeah, no. I mean, if I can get away with it, like Monopoly, you just go into the bank and take some money. They don't. People don't got to see it. Well, remind me never to play you in Monopoly. First of all, I'm never going to play Monopoly. I, I hope to never play Monopoly ever again because that game sucks. I like that game. No, it's like fun maybe once or half. No way. You start Monopoly. It's like, oh, that's cool. I just passed go. Here's $200. And then it's like, I just passed go. It's $200. It's like seven hours later because the game doesn't finish. I mean, it it depends on who you play with. Some people take it out of control. Everyone makes up their own rules. You don't play by the rules. There's no, there's no, you can't play Monopoly. Monopoly sucks. I'm telling you. It's the worst game ever. So what is your favorite board game? Loaded questions. That's like an easy answer. <laughs> that is a good game. Yeah, I like apples that. to apples. Is pretty fun too. I like apples to apples. Cards Against Humanity is good, even though it's not a card game. Uh not a, a board. You game. You are using cards. No, I, I meant a board, a board game. game. That is definitely a card game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Alex, uh, what is it? Stratego. Risk. Never Risk is it. a good game. Also, never played it. I like Risk. Also, I don't think I've ever drank uh, Brisk iced tea, so. Really? That's unfortunate. <laughs> Why is that unfortunate? Clue is a fun game, kind of. I've never played Clue either. Um, I just know that somebody did it with a candlestick in a broom, broom closet or something. You ever see the movie, though? I have not, because I don't watch stuff like that. Really? Yeah. I would assume it's something like Fifty Shades of Grey, and I don't just don't care. Are for you stuff serious? Like yeah, why? Is it not? <laughs> No, it's an '80s comedy with oh, who is it? Tim Curry, um, oh, jeez, a big, a big lineup. It's really, yeah, really funny. I'm it's good. a comedy. Watch yeah, it. I don't need to watch Clue. Are you, dude? Watch it. Yeah, it's not you. You shut out every '80s movie, and you have no idea what it's about. It's not actually like it's not them playing board game. Like shut funny. out every single '80s movie. Dude, I told you to go watch that Gene Wilder movie. Did you watch it? How am I watching that in the time from when you told me to to the time that's currently now? 
I mean, you can find where, it on Where am I getting Netflix. it? Oh, is it on Netflix, David? Maybe. Did I you look? guarantee you it's not on Netflix. Oh, so you didn't even look, bother looking to give it a shot. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Would okay. you like me to go look now? No, no, no. I don't want you to insult my intelligence I on could, the air. I could like pull that. it up. One, two, three. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because your intelligence, because it's got to be on Netflix. Yeah, totally is. Mm. Um, but you should definitely check out. Oh, uh, John Ritter. I think he's in it too. Hmm. John Ritter? I think he's in Clue. Yeah. He Maybe could not. be. Maybe. I kind of want to say he is. Um, all right. So should we start talking about pro wrestling or just life in general still? Well, what is your life? What is your life? What is your well, life? My life is pretty glorious right now. Um, this weather. I love this weather. Oh, do you? Because uh, this... I don't know if we have the same weather then. <laughs> this weather is nice. It's it's the fall weather. I love the fall. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm just like overcast and rainy here. Yeah. Are you same or what's the deal? Uh, yeah, overcast. And that's, going in and out of sunny, but I'm I'm. Yeah, we got no sun right now. No. You're digging this. Yeah. How many times on the podcast do you think we can talk about the weather within the first thirty minutes? Well, I mean, that's a big... Me mentioning that, I, I enjoy the fall weather. That's a big factor, though, into things. Like, weather is weather. Like, you can't live life without weather. Well, I mean, no, you can't. No matter where you go, you're going to have something called weather. Unless you live in a box or underground or something. I mean, but then you still have weather because it would be the humidity and stuff. No, no, no. If you're, if you're living underground, it's going to be all controlled. Yeah, why, but why that's would you, let, a, you wouldn't let but your then house it would get be, humid. But then it would be controlled weather. No, it wouldn't be controlled weather. It'd climate. be controlled temperature. It's still a climate. No, it isn't. If you're living inside your house, that's if you have a, a biodome, then there's controlled weather. Mm -hmm. But even still, can you? Well, really if you're living underground, weather? I mean, it's if not you're living really underground, then you have it's your it's a thermostat that you're using, like a, a house thermostat. Temperature. So are you talking like underground in like a bomb shelter or underground like a mole rat? Definitely not like a mole rat. Like what? <laughs> they don't have temperatures adjustments. They don't have thermostats. Do they? They I definitely mean, don't. Do you know any mole rats? I know the naked mole rat. Well, then there you go. What was the guy's, what was the, the naked mole rat's name from Kim Possible? Uh, I never Rufus. watched that show. It was Rufus. How did you never watch Kim Possible? You were like I was too old for that. I was I was twenty eight when it first aired. Exactly. <laughs> Is it that the Hillary Duff show or no? No, that's Lizzie McGuire. Oh. Kim Possible was uh Will Friedell was Ooh. Ron Stoppable. Otherwise oh. you would know him as Eric Matthews from Boy Meets World. Oh nice. And then Kim Possible was Christy Carlson Romano. Yep, don't know her. From Even Stevens. Nope. Show with, uh, with what's the guy's name? He's really famous now. Shia LaBeouf. Oh, yeah. I don't really know that show either. What would, when you go watch like classic Disney lineup television, what was that for you? Or did you not watch Disney? I wasn't a Disney fan. I was Nickelodeon. I mean, Disney I would watch for like Mickey Mouse and stuff, but not t actual TV shows. I mean, I stuck to Nickelodeon primarily. Why? You were, you were a little bit of both? Yeah, I don't... I mean, yeah, I enjoyed those shows. 
I mean, I still watch Disney Channel, so. <laughs> there you go. Still got to get your dosage of Miley Cyrus in there? Occasionally. when I, like It's like four in the morning, and I just flip through the channels, and then I see Hannah Montana comes on. I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? Or the uh, Wild Adventures of Zack and Cody? No, it's never been that. <laughs> it's, it's uh, what is it called? Uh, I, don't, I don't know what it's called. Life? Yeah, The Sweet Life. Yeah. And then there's the other, another spoof, not a spoof, uh, a show that spawned from that. Well. Sweet Life on Deck is another version. Well, talking about on deck, let's talk about some sports entertainment. And uh, we tied. Did we? 5-5 for Clash of the Champions. Clash of of Champions, Clash of the Champions, whatever they want to call it. It took 20 minutes on the show to find out that I tied. (laughs) Yeah, 5-5. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Well, WWE Clash of Champions took place this past Sunday at the Bankers Life Fieldhouse in Indianapolis, Indiana, and uh, the pre-show happened. That was the yeah. thing. Nia Jax defeated Alicia Fox in a match that took place. I still I hate the fact. I this is the, this was stupid because well. It, it was half stupid, I should say. It wasn't as stupid as Apollo Crews and Baron Corbin from the last pay-per-view because that was like, hey, Awful. you're stupid. Oh, I'm stupid, you're stupid. And, like, it, that's, boom, match. This, at least, we, uh, had, yeah. we had warning that it was going to happen. Um, I like how you say warning. Yeah, well, because we did. We had There was, like, a warning. that Because there was no setup whatsoever from that week prior of Monday Night Raw. It was from the week before that mm-hmm. where Nia yeah. Jax speared Alicia Fox through the... Well, I should say where where Nia Jax took Alicia Fox by her hair and smashed her into the barricade because that was the better spot. Yeah. But, uh... And then there was just no basic setup from the last week on Monday Night Raw to this match, but this match took place and... It left much to be desired. I mean, it wasn't really... That special? Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. I was expecting, like, to me, you have Paige's suspensions up. You have Mm -hmm. Alicia Fox. Nia Jax could, like, beat her up after the match. Keep beating her down, whatever. Pick her up for that stupid finisher she does. And then, boom, Paige comes out and makes a save. And then there's Nia Jax's next feud, elevating her, helping her, because Paige, I think, is is a fantastic worker. And who goes over in that feud? It would be Jax, unfortunately. And then what happens to Paige? I mean, it would be considered her big return if she just lost her return feud. That I mean, you win some, you lose some. But she doesn't need to win. Like, she'll she'll win matches within that feud. Mm -hmm. But eventually that would elevate Nia Jax to the level that she needs to be at, which she's definitely not at. Mm Mm-hmm. And, nah. and uh, even going in a, a thing with Paige, that's not going to actually get Nia Jax to where she needs to be. But In general, I'm not really excited for anything Nia Jax related. I think that she's very highly but, green. But you love her theme song. Oh, I hate her theme song. That, that, <laughs> that couldn't be even more wrong than anything. I, I totally hate it. But she's not like most girls. Yeah. So yeah, no, it was a. I thought you were gonna laugh for that, but I guess why? Well, because it was 
it was funny to me. Is that her theme because song? Because that is her theme song, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I guess about that joke. It's 2000, uh, 2016, folks. Or soon to be 5777, huh? Yeah. So, next up, you had the Rock Tag Team title on the line. New Day successfully defended against the club. Uh, good match. Yeah, I actually was, I almost thought the club was going to win at one point. Yes, and luckily Xavier Woods, uh, behind the referee's back, used uh, Francesca too and helped New Day pick up that victory. It was, uh, it was weird to see mm-hmm. a, a face tag team use heel tactics, but you blink. Really? Well, yeah, obviously. Well, how I'm- many times do you see what? You're what? A good amount, I'm, and I'm completely fine with it because... I wasn't going to say I was... I, I'm not fine with it. I'm definitely fine with it because that helps... Um, it helps keep the titles on them and it helps give them more to it as opposed to, like, maybe they'll get stale. Like um, the club did. I'm going back and forth with how much longer they should keep this up for. I'm starting to get vibes that the club are going to defeat them. No, absolutely not. You don't think? No, and I think there's clearly a next tag team lined up. Mm-hmm. At least there could be. There. But up next after that, the WWE Cruiserweight Championship was on the line. And the champion makes his WWE main roster debut on pay-per-view. TJ Perkins picks up the victory against Brian Kendrick. And afterwards, Brian Kendrick... Went for the handshake and then headbutted T.J. Perkins. Because yeah, this, he took this his spot, his spot. This nice. Yeah. This match was I thought very entertaining, very good. Um, it was a lot of fun to see them interacting in the ring and the chemistry together. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I didn't not enjoy it, but there were parts here and there that was just like. It just, I don't know, it just seemed like, I don't know how to, I can't, I don't know how to say it. I mean, there was that one spot in the the turnbuckle neckbreaker that is Perkins, one of Perkins, like I would say a signature move of his, that I guess Kendrick went down a little bit too slow or fast, but that looked a little bit botched. But outside of that, I didn't think were There were parts here and there that were like, just didn't connect. Yeah, but I didn't think it was a bad match. Um, I gotta give WWE's ring crew a ton of credit um, because after New Day and before this match, they wrapped the ropes in purple tape for the Cruiserweight Classic ropes. Do you think that's unnecessary? or I hate that. I absolutely cannot stand the fact that it's like completely different. Even the the aftermath of those matches are completely different, mm-hmm. and I hate that because then that's like what's stopping that from also just appearing on SmackDown. You just showed me that you could do a ring change in under a minute, basically, or, or mm-hmm. a minute or two, and before the next the next match starts, you could easily do that on SmackDown. Then, yeah, you could easily do that anytime. Yeah, why? Why only do it for this? You you want to you want to tout that Monday Night Raw has the cruiserweights exclusive to Monday Night Raw, yet you completely just take what was in the cruiserweight classic and put it on Raw. That can be yeah. any any single brand. Mm-hmm. 
So I didn't I didn't like that. And I don't like the fact that they do like the ref thing where they the ref raises both arms or whatever and then well not both arms. He goes to grab both yeah, arms. Yeah, I, I know I'm not a fan of that either. I don't really understand why. Like I or, get why it. Why are we trying to make this more like MMA-ish, you know? But but I well I get it for the Cruiserweight Classic. I don't I I all right, classic I can get, but I mean they're even doing it as we saw on Raw. They're doing well. It with that's what I'm saying. I don't get it on SmackDown. Uh, yeah, on Raw they're doing it with tag teams too. What? They're doing it with tag teams. With Swan and Alexander Gulak yeah, hello, and Bravo, right? hello, so hello, hello. That's the cruiserweights. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's not different. That's the same. Yeah, I know. They're not doing it with tag teams. They're doing it with the cruiserweights. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you, and I'm saying that they're even doing it during tag team matches as opposed to single matches, only single matches. Look, they did that during tag team matches at the Cruiserweight Classic, too. Yeah, but that was also not on Raw. They're keeping, they're maintaining that carryover, and I'm just not a, I, I'm not that big of a fan of it. Yeah, I don't think there's any, I don't think there's need at all for to have different mats, have different lighting for the turnbuckles, have different uh, ring ropes. Trons, or whatever they have up there. Where it says cruiserweight. I don't. Did they do that? Yeah. Oh, well, for during the match. Yeah. yeah. How it said cruiserweight instead of raw. That's just mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah. Because then that takes it like, oh, we're not watching raw. We're actually watching cruiserweight classic. Yeah. But we're not. Um, yeah. But like you said, uh, Kendrick hit him with a headbutt right after the match when you thought when they shook hands. And yeah, I guess we're going to see Kendrick versus Perkins too. Um, I'm looking forward to that again, but I, you said you were not. I just think it's stupid. Why is that? Well, on Monday Night Raw, they, they had their whole backstage thing, but, um, Brian Kendrick gets a rematch after he lost and attacked TJ Perkins. Like, I'm okay with it. That doesn't make any sense. That makes no sense. I'm okay with it because they did that entire story. Like this is his uh, someone that trained him, someone that really that took him in while he was coming up. Still, makes but no I would have sense. liked some explanation out as to it. You know, there's no is, reason why somebody who cheat who who not cheated but who used heel tactics. Well, he's a heel eh? after a match. Eh? Yeah, but there's no reason for that to happen. Why not? If, he's a David, heel. David, David, David. If you, Linda, Linda, no, Linda, no, no, no. If a heel punches somebody or beats them up after a match, why should they just be given a, another chance to, to win the well, title? Well, it depends on the way that they're going about it. If they go about it the way that I told you with uh, with Perkins being like, yeah, I'm not letting him get away with this. I will give him that shot. If he That's wants that stupid. shot, I'm giving it to him That's because dumb. I want to break his face. Dumb. Um, okay why, why, do I, why does he need to give him a title shot? He doesn't have to, but he wants to because of, he, he wants to get his hands on him. He could just do that without a title shot. Realistically, are they going to do that? No. I mean, realistically, can they do that? Yes. Are Will they, they doing that? No, because they're already they already announced this. this stupid I mean, match. you can't have him. I mean, unless you have him have a non-title match on Raw, um, that's fine. Get it done well, that's with. Not happening. So they're. Actually I mean, I would. I definitely would have rather had uh, Kendrick back in the the scramble or whatever for number one contender to see if he will actually get that rematch. Um, but, yeah. Next up you had Cesaro. No, yeah. Next up you had Cesaro and Sheamus tied series 3-3. It ended up going to a 
uh, not a count out, right? It was ref a ref stoppage. stoppage. Yeah. Which I really, I did not get. I didn't get either. There was that one spot where Cesaro did a suicide dive to the outside and like crashed right on his neck. That looked brutal. Yeah, that was brutal. But, and then they had, uh, which a lot of, uh, some wrestlers I saw, I forget who, were like lobbying to stop doing those moves. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, it wasn't Bret Hart that I saw doing that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so they both like took each other out over the barricade and then the referee stopped the match. Yeah, I say that they both can't continue because the medics were saying that they're uh, unable to compete any longer. Which made, like, I didn't, I did not, I didn't understand it at all. Like, you had Sheamus. I feel like the fans got cheated. Like, Sheamus was, like, was, like, woozy while he was being, like, helped up to the back. But he was still, like, willing to go out there and fight. And Cesaro was like, screw this. Like, I'm wrestling with one arm. Like, you can't tell me what to do. Like, I'm going to wrestle with one arm. I can do this. And, yeah. then, and they were just like, nope, stop. Which I, mean, I did, understand, like, storyline purpose. Like, yeah, I get it, whatnot. I, I, I get it storyline-wise, but I also don't get it because why did you just waste my time yeah. with a Best of Seven series? Yeah, not to mention their matches before the Best of Seven series. Yeah, like, you just wasted my entire time to... why I just invested all this time into seeing who may get a title shot, which we never found out. And now it is it's a draw. Like you guys you guys could have definitely done it in five. No, one hundred percent series. There you is no need a- to this except the only reason let's be realistic, the only reason why they did this was to give them something to do. Right. Outside of that, look at the ch- title scenes. There was there's no spot for them. I mean, not at the current time, there's no spot for them. So it was just like Cesaro and Sheamus, I guess you guys are stuck in the mid card, so Crowd like Cesaro, crowd like Sheamus, put them together. All right, they put on good matches. Let's just, if we put them in a best of series, seven series, we don't have to book them or think of a storyline for them in the ti- any title scene. So what I wonder, just, what I wonder is if WWE had this planned out before SummerSlam. Like if they if they had this planned, or the reason why they went with this was because that first match with Cesaro and Sheamus was so good that they were like. Like, there's nothing to do with them. Let's just put them in a storyline and do a best of seven series. I wouldn't be surprised if it was based off of that match. And each match was really good between each, between both of them. Yeah. I mean, some of them left a little bit, were a little bit lackluster, like the fi- uh, the finishes-wise. Like, really quick falls or Sheamus yeah. picking up uh, cheap victories, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As opposed to it being clean finishes. Well, then it's like, what can you actually do with seven matches? Yeah. That's a lot to fit in. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a lot to – it's very tough. I feel like it would be very tough to have a best of seven series on TV, which I'm very happy that they also had that house show match. Yeah. But on television, without repeating similar or the same spots, I feel like that's something that's very difficult to do. Because if, if they did the same spots over and over, like even two matches in a row, definitely three, we would pick up on that and be like, oh, they're doing this spot again or this this backdrop Irish whip whatever spot that they did the other day. Same exact thing. So I do give them a lot of credit for being original and having to come up with new stuff. Yeah. And I don't, I don't like the ending of this match, but the aftermath, I, I enjoyed that like – 
want like seeing both of them be like, no, like I'm going to fight, and then yeah, unfortunately not being able to, but yeah. Um, next up, you had Y2J pick him the victory over Sami Zayn. Um, not really too much. I mean, in my perspective, not really too much to say about this match. It lived up to my hopes. It was it was kind of lackluster, it, though. Yeah, but it was it was a good match. I mean, but it was it wasn't a five star match, you know. Right. Maybe three. Well, I don't want right. to start grading matches here. Four out of ten. <laughs> yeah, right. It was definitely more than a four out of ten. Yeah. But yeah, so it it just to me it was missing something. Yeah. I'd agree with that. I, I would have so, liked to have seen when uh but Sami Zayn doesn't do the drop kick through the ropes like Bailey does. He does the DDT. Yeah, I, I thought it would have been cool if they could have worked in like him actually going for a, DD, uh, a drop kick and then like somehow Jericho locks in the walls of Jericho. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. That would be interesting. Yeah, that's what He's I was like to Jericho when when Zayn went to run through the ropes. I was like, oh, I hope this is what happens. And then I was like, well, he's just gonna do a DDT. And then he just did a DDT, which looked really. <laughs> I did not like that DDT, but yeah. What are you gonna do, DDT? Yeah, right. <laughs> I was just gonna see how many times I could say DDT on the show. Hey, keep count, keep a tally. If you keep tally days. of this and you want to tweet us, we will read your tweet and probably that's about it. Probably wonder why you actually started counting the DDT count. Uh, imagine they were imagine they were counting before we said that. That would have been impressive. Then you could still tweet to us and we'll read your tweet. Give you some uh, credit and be like, "Wow, good job!" <laughs> I said that. Not too much more. Uh, women's title on the line. Charlotte, the champion, picking up the victory over Bailey and Sasha Banks in a triple threat match. Yeah, what do you want to say about this one? That's about it. <laughs> right? It's like I don't like I can't I don't I can't have her as champion. I can't have her on TV. I don't like this. I, yeah, I concur. I mean, I, I think we both were really hoping that we were going to see a new champion walk out of that triple threat match, and we did not. And that is very disappointing. It's like I've listened, I listened to other people, and they say like, oh, that match was like the show stealer. That was the best match of the night, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I, I don't, I, I can't see it. I don't see, like I, I, I try to convince myself that like yes, that was a really good match, but I'm not. I when I watch that match, I'm like, it's just there's there's stuff that that's being done in the match that just pisses me off because I get yes, there's it's a triple threat, no DQ and whatnot, uh, but you have somebody like Dana Brooke who who's known to cheat, known cheater, and Mick Foley's like so high and mighty about how you can't cheat this and that. Yet here he at like we we said the thing same thing with Rusev and Reigns with the last week or two weeks ago. Well, like I said, I mean I told you off the air, but I'm totally fine with her not being banned. Um, I'm okay with her her being at ringside. It's just it just it's 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 literally a joke of a, a title reign. Charlotte has never won a match on her own for the title except for SummerSlam. Yeah, it's either it's been Dana's help or Ric Flair's help. Yeah, it's I hate that. That's so stupid. And then Forbes magazine comes out with an article 
oh, Charlotte might be one of the best professional wrestlers ever or something like that? Oh, come on. That's the stupidest thing ever. And Dana Brooke got involved here, and Mick Foley didn't care at all. But he I cares just, when Seth Rollins gets involved with Kevin Owens matches. I just, I don't get it. There's like, there's no continuity with, is that the right word even? That's not how um, say I'm going to say no. Continuity? Say no. Continuity? Continuity? Yeah. Continuity? <laughs> is that right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's but. just none of that with, with storylines on, on Raw like that. Does it doesn't yeah. make sense. I know. But not much else you can do. Take it away. The next match for the WWE United States Championship. Rusev, the champion, lost to Roman Reigns, the challenger. New champion. And in your main event of the evening, Kevin Owens, the universal champion. No, do you have anything to actually say about that match or no? Uh, Lana got tossed from ringside. Yeah, I was yeah, hoping yeah. I was hoping the ref would toss Dana from ringside, but yeah. I guess the, the whole no DQ they ever everyone could do anything they want. Yeah, want to use chairs? You could use chairs. Are they going to use chairs? No, they won't. Well, it is a no DQ, so I mean, even if they well, ban her still from ringside, she would still come out and interfere. Yeah, but ban from ringside means ban from ringside. Yeah, but no that. DQ also means no, 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 no. Ban from ringside does not mean like if you show up ringside, your person that you're with will lose. Banned from ringside means you're not allowed to be at ringside. Unless, yeah, unless further stipulated. Nah, I'm okay She's not it. in the match. So yeah. she, she can be banned from ringside. Yeah. Even something like this, you want to elevate Nia Jax or something, boom. There she comes out and costs the match. Yeah. But that's, though, that like, makes too much sense. Come on. Even though, thank, thank goodness, that did not happen. That, that, would, that doesn't make sense at all, first of all. I don't know how you're making sense of that. I don't want that to happen. So no, anybody, I don't, I don't. anybody writing for WWE is listening, do not do that. Yeah, We know, well, let's face it, we do know that they're listening. Um, but if you are listening, don't yeah, we do. them. We oh, definitely know you're listening, and I'm going to get to that during SmackDown. Uh-oh. Yeah, 100%. You've busted, WWE. We're 100%. on to you. But for the, for the better... For the betterness of everything. There you go. Yeah, yeah. There I don't go. But the main event of the evening saw the Universal Championship on the line. Champion Kevin Owens defending it against Seth Rollins, the challenger. Um, here again, this match, this is again stupid, actually, now that I make sense of it. Mm -hmm. um, well, first of all, going back to Rusev and Roman Reigns, what got Lana kicked away from ringside was her pulling the referee so strongly out of the ring. I've never seen a woman pull a referee out of the ring like that, ever. I gotta yeah. give her a lot of props on that one. But back to the main event of the evening. Chris Jericho got involved in this. Oh, jeez. This is breaking news, I think. Hold on. Uh, let's see. Jamie Noble hospitalized after he was stabbed two times early Wednesday morning inside of a trailer park. Seriously? Yeah, uh, Mercer County Sheriff's Office tells us uh, Jamie allegedly returned home early in the morning from a WWE event after a long drive and then left to get a snack while, while his girlfriend took a bath. Uh, we're told upon returning to the park, a driver pulled up behind him, blah, 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 got out to accuse Jamie of cutting him off on the road. Uh, Jamie apologized allegedly. Two men continued to argue. 
got physical, then he got stabbed once in the upper back and once in the mid-back spine area before uh, the other guy took off. Uh, let's see. EMS was called. He was treated, taken to the emergency room. We're told WWE is aware of the situation and they've taken uh, – they've already made contact with the police, uh, blah, blah, blah. He was last seen on television. Uh, sources say he's currently in the hospital but no longer in the ER. His condition, his current condition is unclear. So yes, I hope he's all right. Yeah, I mean, our thoughts go with, and prayers go with Jamie Noble, uh, and we wish him a speedy recovery with that. That's wild, That's insane, yeah, and unfortunate. Um, all right. So, sorry, had to that came up on the feed, and I was just like, "What?" Yeah. So that was the third match in a row with interference. Yeah. Oh, and credit to uh, ProWrestlingSheet.com for that article that I was reading uh, yeah, before uh, we get sued for that one. <laughs> yeah, Pro Wrestling Sheet. Uh, go check them out. Awesome. Uh, Ryan is one of the people on that website from TMZ. But Pro Wrestling Sheet, they have a podcast, everything. Go check them out, ProWrestlingSheet.com. All of their articles and exclusives that they have posted, all their news is confirmed. And trustworthy, so go check them out. All right, continue. Sorry. Yes, yeah, so that was the third match in a row that had interference. Yeah. Um, and Chris Jericho, I thought the ref bump spot was going to be when when Seth Rollins went to run into Jericho or something. Yeah, I thought I saw the same spot that you said. Wait, uh, wait. was it the Irish whip spot or no? I, like, right before, it looked like he was going to Irish whip... Uh, oh, Kevin right. Kevin Owens was going to Irish yes. whip Rollins it looked the like, other side. It, yeah, it looked like Kevin Owens was going to do the pop-up powerbomb into that other rope. And I was like, yeah. oh, that was a sick ref spot. And I was literally in the middle of tweeting that. And then it didn't happen. Change directions. It didn't happen. And then he t- changed directions, tossed him up to do it, and, and Rollins hopped over, and that's what happened. Yeah, I thought it would have been better with the other way around, you know? Yeah, but yeah. So Rollins ended up uh, pinning Kevin Owens there. Had to get a new referee coming out for that. Uh, Kevin Owens kicked out. Eventually, hit Rollins and 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 won. Yeah, let's not forget the other referee who brought out that other referee. Yes, definitely. I mean, yeah, but also let's not forget Seth Rollins had Kevin Owens pinned. He had him pinned, and the crowd was chanting well over three. I mean, I thought it was kind of weird that after he got out of the – let Kevin Owens out of that pin, the crowd kept on chanting the seconds for some reason. But, yeah, then that led Stephanie McMahon to bring out a referee to count the fall for Kevin Owens to pick up the victory. And then just even more stupid, after the match, they showed, like, a dot-com exclusive type of thing of uh, Triple H showing up to the building. yeah. And Stephen McMahon, like, going, like, oh, kiss me. And then they go into the – she didn't actually say that, but, like <laughs> – Yeah, but like, – <laughs> And then they, they go into the, the the same car or whatnot. But it's, like, it's so I, stupid I, because, like, that – obviously that hints towards, like, maybe Triple H screwed Seth. Yeah, again. but I'm not a fan – I'm not a fan of that at all. Of what? Of Stephanie McMahon having um, – that ref bringing out that referee to help out Kevin Owens because I was really hoping that we were going to get 
Stephanie McMahon and Triple H on the opposite side of the fence for something, as opposed to always being together. I thought it would have been a little bit of fun to see Stephanie McMahon disagree with Triple H on who they want as champion. Well, you still have to see how it plays out. She was just bringing out a new ref because there was no ref. Yeah, but she seemed pretty satisfied with that result. Right. But, I mean, uh, yeah, so you, you expect me to believe that Triple H riding on the airplane is the reason why he can't, couldn't watch this pay-per-view? Come on. Like, what, were you on the WWE jet? The WWE jet doesn't have Wi-Fi? You're telling me I take a trip to Mexico and I could watch the WWE Network, but you can't? Yeah. Come on. That, that That's no. There's no way. Wow. Oh, Is your calm, window calm. open? Yeah. <laughs> Someone's got to calm down a little bit. They agree. So. Maybe it was uh, Triple H speeding off. They do. That was actually a sound effect that we have. Uh, we are adding to our soundboard. And that was one of them. Yeah, because this truly is the only online listening experience in the world today. Whoa. All right, now let's get on to some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro, which uh, really pissed me off. Yeah, it was – okay, I'll be <laughs> honest with you. I watched Raw to take notes and everything. We usually do our weekly notes and everything. And I wrote down all of the matches, and I usually write down notes after the matches. I wrote down notes after one match. The only match I wrote stuff after was Reigns versus Rusev. And after that, there's nothing. Because what really took place? Is yeah. it really worth noting? Nothing's worth really noting. You're right. Um, all right, continue. This was what, – what did you tell me the other day? This was the lowest? Yeah, this drew a 1.7 or 1.6. It, apparently, they were claiming it to be the lowest-rated Monday Night Raw since its 25-year 20, uh, run. Whether or not that is fact, it's – I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe they're just saying that because they're dirt cheese trying to get views. It was, however, the second most sociable event of the evening. As compared to? The, the, it was the most tweeted about right behind the debate. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can always chalk it up that they lost a lot of views because that was the day, the night of the big Hillary versus Trump debate. There was, so, yeah, there was that. And then there was also Monday Night Football, which always factors into Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, like, there were, like, record numbers for that debate. Yeah, they said, like, 80 million, right? Something. Some, like... Something absurd no, like that. Like, no debate's ever gotten that amount of viewers or something. Yeah. I don't know. But not one of the candidates are getting a Cracker Barrel on Long Island, so that's disappointing. It really is, because that's the one thing that Long Island is lacking. Well, they're lacking a lot of things. <laughs> and one of them is a Cracker Barrel, which actually reminds me I should probably go there soon. That's disappointing. I should take advantage of being up near one. So, all right, well, want to kick off? Yeah, so Roman Reigns and Rusev went to a no contest, which I yeah. definitely 100% give WWE credit for starting with the match. Yes, I agree. I mean, it was the same thing with CM Punk. I get tired, and say, Paul Heyman, I get tired of everything Raw always opening with a promo. 
So I am a big fan of opening with a right into a match. But I did not need to see a 30-plus minute segment for just, especially no. when the title was on the line. Yeah. For, for it to end in a double countout or whatever. I agree. And then Do you have, think that's a smart idea to open up no. with a title oh, rematch? A, a title match, yeah, I have no problem with that. A 30-plus okay. minute segment that turns into nothing. Rusev attacking Reigns with a chair only to have Roman Reigns flip it and yeah. attack him with the chair. I don't need that. I, I won't ever need something like that. I I got I was they do one commercial break. They then then they did a second commercial break. I was shocked. I, well, I you hear it here first, folks. Brandon was, was shocked. shocked. Yeah, I didn't expect two commercial breaks. Who 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 would have expected Monday Night Raw to open with a match and for the segment to end it like 35 minutes later? Yeah, I I wouldn't have bet on that one. I wouldn't complain if there's like if this was like a, a match that I wanted to see or something like something exciting, something that meant something. This meant nothing. I agree. Nothing came of this. No, nothing at all. But nothing at all. After that commercial break, we had Mick Foley in the ring speaking about uh, the best of seven series. And now, now I, before you continue, is Holy Foley still on? Yeah, but they're not or like over. That's what I hate about WWE Network because it's like they like oh we're better than Netflix, but you're not better than Netflix. And uh, your shows you air them like once every like seven months. Oh, I don't get it. I don't understand. It's not really seven months, but yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Like oh, sure. watch Holy Foley, and it's like five episodes, and it's like, but that's not all. There's more season, but we're never gonna tell you when it is. It's like well, Camp that's... WWE. Where, where, where's Camp WWE? That just yeah. like started and stopped. I don't understand it. I don't. I hate that. I want it. Like they ask you if you want to binge watch stuff, and then they don't give you the opportunity to binge watch stuff. Yeah. It's like oh, All binge right. watch five episodes. Why do I want to watch five episodes? You binge watch a season, not a, an episode. Mm-hmm. But he was out there called Sheamus and, and Cesaro out. And uh, ended up granting them a title shot and put them together as a tag team. And that was their title shot, was the tag team championships. Yeah. Um, which I'm, I'm fine with. I'm totally fine with it, too. I mean, we even called it, the both of us. We said that, watch, after their match at Clash of Champions, they're going to have respect for each other and team up. Given this tag team isn't really – it's more about – I can do better than you as opposed to I respect you. Well, right now. Right now, yes. Right now. But then I also – I think I feel like I said a long time ago on the show that I would like maybe one day like to see them tag up. Yeah, I I have no problem with them teaming up. I am I am a big fan of both of them, and I've said it. I think I've said it from the start that I am a big Sheamus fan. Like when he was champion, I was actually a fan of that. I know not. It was very unfavorable. Not many people agreed with that. But when he was champion, that, like the the five minutes and five and fifteen yeah. seconds. No, uh, <laughs> or prior to that. Uh, prior to that, like last year or like years yeah, past. Last year. So then that Most was recently. That was five fifteen. No, that's he beat Roman Reigns in five minutes and fifteen seconds. Uh huh. That was the shirt. Sheamus oh. five fifteen. I don't. I don't remember. What? Maybe it was that one. Um, all right, but talking about tag teams, the next match was uh, the 
I believe the tag team titles were on the line, correct? Which, uh, yeah, I get, like, maybe because Francesca, too, was used at the pay-per-view. Uh-huh. But I don't see why. This match fell short big time for me. But New Day, Biggie Langston, Kofi Kingston teamed up, defeated the club. Yeah. I'm happy that the club did not win. The New Day have been champions as of that Raw for 400 days, which was cool. Yeah. Um, but I, I really think that for the reason, the reason why the match fell short for me is because the club, it's just WWE, WWE screwed up big time with them. But did they like, what could, what would have you done different? You know, like, is it, I don't, I don't know because I feel like they did do well with bringing them in, but I don't know when they dropped the ball. When they separated him from AJ Styles. Mm -hmm. You, You think that that was it or was it during that? That no, it got I, a little bit stale. No, I think it was them separating them from from AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. There's just there was no reason to, to do that. Yeah, I get that you want to separate AJ Styles and like be AJ Styles without the club. But when you bring it, when you bring them in with all the history that they have, and then actually have them form the group and team up, especially since you don't put them with Balor. Especially well, since you didn't put them with Roman Reigns. On the other hand, maybe they did after that draft. Maybe they really had plans to put them with Balor. Oh, that's true, yes. Be- but then because Balor did get injured like right after the draft, they didn't they couldn't pursue that teaming of them with Balor. So potentially maybe they actually did have plans to put them with Balor instead of AJ Styles to keep that clip going. And unfortunately Balor got injured, so that ruined those plans and they kind of like Dang, what do we do with the club right now? We have to just try to keep them uh, above water. Yeah, and, and at this at this then, point, I would much rather watch, um, I don't know, Golden Truth wrestle. Yeah, but I mean, I, I actually kind of believe that too. That uh, I'd rather about, watch. No, 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 no. About them <laughs> having the original plans of putting them with Balor, but then I mean, it could I be. think I, could I, be, they, yeah. they have impacted them. I mean, they teased it at SummerSlam. Yeah. I mean, even if you tease it, maybe he was going to be in a feud with them and put Balor with someone. Right. I mean, I could see something like that happening. And unfortunately, with the injury, that just scrapped everything. And speaking of injury, Kofi Kingston got busted the hell open in this match. Yeah, Wide open. I, I don't even I, know what point. Yeah, same. And I, like all of a sudden, I see like blood all over the mat. I was like, who's, who's bleeding? And then I saw the referee put on gloves, mm-hmm. and then um, like a few seconds later, I saw Kofi Kingston get into the ring, and I was like, "Oh my god!" It was Kofi Kingston. His face was just covered in blood. At one point, I mean, because I was skipping it through on, uh, I was skipping through on YouTube. I thought that maybe it was uh, Anderson that was bleeding because I saw it on his back, and I was just like, "How is he bleeding?" And then I noticed that it was gone in a second. I'm like, "Wait, he's not bleeding." And then I saw Kofi's face. I'm like, "Oh, yeah." That's unfortunate. Speaking of maybe unfortunate, up next we saw Bailey defeat Anna Fields, a jobber. Um, I mean, I'm not enhancement talent. Uh, jobber. <laughs> I'm not sure why Bailey faced the jobber here. I think just to get her TV time. But which to me, of- this, it just made it kind of seem like she's out of the women's title picture. Yeah. Like, even the promo afterwards, 
she she spoke about she was like oh Sasha and Charlotte are the bars the like the best yeah. in the business like I mean maybe it was to I think it was just to get her on Raw but I don't understand why they couldn't just put her in a match versus anybody else. Yeah, Who else is there in is the nobody women's else. division? Who else is in the women's division on Raw? Alicia Fox, Summer Rae, who might be injured. Yeah, they say that she's injured. So who else? That's it. So with that being said, is it already time to call up someone else from the NXT? Or would you not move that quickly? I mean, that's the thing. Has the summer rate injury? There's like I mean, six. An, there's six to seven women on each show. I mean, this is again another unfortunate injury with summer Ray where it reduces that roster size for the raw, raw women's division. It's it stinks. And then, and then there's Paige. It stinks. Yeah. Then there's Paige. Who who knows what's going on with. Uh, next up, you had Cedric Alexander and Rich Swan take it on and defeating Drew Gulak and Lindsay Dorado. Uh, entertaining nice. match. It seems like the crowd was more into this than they were last week or no? Well, this was a nice surprise, first of all. Yes. when WWE originally announced the Cruiserweight division, Drew Gulak was not announced on this. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. And I have to call out, not call out, but point out Corey Graves' commentary kind of sounded like he almost said, Drew Galloway. Oh. And it, I mean, he might, he might have, because it's very, very difficult when you speak about Drew Gallic. See? When you <laughs> speak about Drew Gulak to not say Galloway. Yeah. Especially when they're teaming up together in Evolve. It's very difficult. But I thought this match was great. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, I, uh, think, I think it will be difficult to have matches like these when not all fans know who they are. Yeah. But by the end of the match, they'll eventually win the crowd over like they did last week. Yeah. Um, talking about winning the crowd over, Cesaro and Sheamus, they're pairing up. Seems to be a crowd favorite right now. As they picked up the victory over Nick Cutler and Willis Williams. Uh, I was a fan of their interaction. They're one up. Can you top this? Um, I'm going to tag you in. I'm not going to, I'm not going to tag you in. And then the slap backs and stuff like that. I was a fan of it. Yeah. It's Seamus basically did the whole one up thing, the whole match. And that, that was even not even, yeah. Even after the match during the, uh, arm raise where Seamus did his pose, like right in front, stepped in front of Cesaro and was just like, yeah, did his little, uh, uh, rogue, uh, taunt. I, I loved it. Yeah, so I'm definitely looking forward to seeing where this is going to go. Yeah, same here. Up next, uh, that's when we saw TJ Perkins being interviewed backstage. And uh, Brian Kendrick came in there, and that's when we later found out that later on after the words, this is where we found out at the next Cruiserweight match that we're, that Brian <laughs> Kendrick, yeah, that Brian Kendrick was going to have a match for the title. That's how pissed yeah. off I am at that. Yeah, no Brandon's spine is like ready to explode right I now. I have no words. It's just I, it's the stupidest thing. Nah. Yeah, leading into uh, another stupid thing. Yeah. Where uh, Charlotte and Dana came out, where Charlotte just did promo, promo, promo. Where she seriously, she sounds like Elmer Fudd. It clicked the other night. Elmer she's Fudd? Like, I never thought about there that. Like, she's like, I am the champion of Monday Night Raw. <laughs> That's exactly what she's. That's what it is. She's like, be very, I never put that very together. Quiet. 
I'm cutting a promo right now. And then yeah. Sasha Banks came out and demanded a one-on-one -on -one match since she pinned Bailey. Since Charlotte defeated Bailey at the pay-per-view and not her. And then she slapped Charlotte after Charlotte granted her the match for next week. And Dana tried to attack her, but Sasha hit her with the bank statement. Mm -hmm. And Charlotte kicked her out off of it or whatever, got her out of the, the hold. And then Sasha got the best of Charlotte, tossed her out of the ring, and then tossed Dana out of the ring. And yeah. Bailey just faces a jobber and does nothing. Mm -mm. She, she, clearly, she should have not been brought up yet. Uh, I, I, I've said that from the start. I, uh, I'm torn. I don't know. They, they were never going to have her be champion. If they were mm -hmm. going to, it would have been that Monday Night Raw where she debuted and in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. So they're, just, they're I, just wasting her at this point. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how I feel with that. Uh, up after this, um, we said how stupid the, the, the Cruiserweight Classic stuff was. Them changing the rope colors. This, they did again. They had to do it again for this match. Yeah. That just seems like a waste. I don't, it's unnecessary. Yeah, I agree with you. But, I understand the reasoning. But TJ Perkins picked up the victory against Tony Nese, which again was another surprise because Tony Nese not was announced. not announced for that division. But what, um, I, I had fun watching this match, especially because, come on, Tony Nese. Tony Nese, absolutely. Like, you like things you'll never expect to see. And then it's like, okay, so Rich Swan, Lince Dorado, uh, Drew Gulak, who wasn't announced, and uh, Cedric Alexander are in this match. Brian Kendrick has his match next week. The only other person that would be available would be Noam Dar, who was announced for the division. Mm -hmm. It wasn't Noam Dar, it was Tony Nese. Yeah. That was, that was awesome. Definitely. Um, uh, always a fan of everything that he does in the ring, especially that uh, the cartwheel, apron cartwheel into the super kick. Yeah. I mean, he does so He It's just fun to watch him. Um, so. The crowd sucked during this, though. Oh, uh, dude. They, what the heck are they watching? Mm -hmm. The CM Punk chants? Is it because of his hair? Was it like the cult of personality no, I hair? I just think it was them not caring. I, I don't get that. And then the Randy Savage chance. I mean, come on, fans. Really? Great. I mean, come on, dude. It also took a week too long for the champion to debut on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. It's going to be very still, it's going to be very difficult to make the fans as a whole care about somebody who's just like they brand new. It's like the, the yes, they everyone in these matches are being thrown in with so much indie history. Yeah. But there's a lot to like when was the last time an indie guy just debuted on the main roster? Out? What do you mean, like, just debuted? Like, Samoa Joe, NXT. Shinsuke, even, NXT. Sami Zayn, NXT. Kevin Owens, NXT. The last time, I mean, granted, there's a lot bigger of a difference between somebody like TJ Perkins and AJ Styles. So, like... Yeah, I mean, was, it, 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 I mean it, it depends on who you talk to. I mean, I guess. Like, when was the last time somebody that caliber of TJ Perkins 
or Tony Nese debuted on Monday Night Raw and actually was like going to be there for for the mainstay. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if that ever happened. I don't know. So I can't tell you. Yeah, but what? I'm happy to see Tony Nese. I want. Hopefully, he'll be on Raw next week. Oh heck yeah! And uh, apparently, him and Gulak aren't signed by WWE. But they will be soon, hopefully. Or I don't know. I don't if the what's being said is correct. Gabe has been saying that it's because WWE's working relationship with WNN or WWN, whatever it is. Ah. Uh, and that's why they'll be there. But it's like it just I don't get it. Yeah. They're they're on um, the they're on the pages. I, I think I don't know if Drew Gulak is. I know Tony Nese is on the roster page. Yeah. So that's awesome. That's totally. I think um, it, I think maybe WWE should be releasing some Cruiserweight Classic T-shirts. I still thought they should have done that for the Final Four. Mm-hmm. So maybe now with the Cruiserweights here, we'll get some merch. I doubt it, but never know. Maybe never know. So yeah. Uh, next, there was the highlight reel with Kevin Owens, uh, which Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho just repeatedly made fun of Seth Rollins who came out, but security held him off because he got injured in the match on the pay-per-view. Yeah. And he wasn't cleared to wrestle. So they security held him off. There was a young buck out there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so they, they went out. And then Enzo and Cass came out and did Enzo and Cass. They spoke a bit. And then Cass was like, and by the way, Mick Foley granted us a match. Led right into the main event of the evening of Jericho, Jericho, whatever you want to call it, defeating Enzo and Cass. Uh, but I said la- I said last week I, I liked this match was very enjoyable for for what Monday Night Raw was. Yeah, I agree. But of course, the one thing I'm going to say repetitive, uh, repeatedly over and over. But I'm not a fan of Enzo and Cass losing again. I mean, this is yeah. happening almost every week now. After Big Cass had his uh, match at Fatal Four, yeah, or the Fatal Four, you got to understand though, it's like he's in the match with the WWE Champion. Yeah, well, that's the true. Universal Champion. That is true. But I was gonna say last week I liked when Jericho just randomly had to wrestle in street clothes. This week was no difference. Him and Kevin Owens, they were out there doing a promo. And I think if you're doing a promo, you should be in your street gear. Why would you just yeah. be out there in wrestling gear? Jericho and, and Kevin Owens were out there in, in street gear. And mm-hmm. then this match uh, came from whatever. And they had to wrestle in, their street, in the street gear. So I like that. Yeah. And uh, it was it's nice to see Enzo and Cass in the main event. Yeah, of course. I mean, they own the mic. They are good wrestlers and everything. They always have fun. I, I just don't like the losing streak. I think. Well, I think Cass, though, came out very strong here. Especially mm-hmm. when they went for the, what is it, boom, the bottom Shakalaka. boom, shakalaka. Yeah, and Jericho stopped them from doing it. Mm-hmm. And and Cass has just turned there. Enzo's on the top rope, and Cass is there. Turned to Jericho. Slap, slap, slap. And Jer- like he's not backing out from Jericho. Yeah. He was just taking those slaps, and then he eventually he did the cactus big boot mm. and got him out of the ring, which then Enzo hit the DDT to, to Kevin Owens. Yeah. 
but he eventually lost, which I didn't. I didn't like that ending because it was just a regular power bomb. Yeah, I mm-hmm. didn't. I didn't get that. But, yeah, me neither. But, but that, that was, was Monday Night Raw for sure. Yeah, let's talk about some smack it down. Yeah, ran it off with Randy Orton Randy in the ring. Sorry. No, go ahead. He was doing his spiel about Bray Wyatt. Yada yada yada. But no, no, don't yada 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 through this because he spoke about the reason why Bray Wyatt sneak attacks him. And the reason why he does that is because Bray Wyatt is scared of him. And then Bray Wyatt appeared on the Titan Tron, basically tells him to find him. It's like time's running out or whatever. And then throughout the night, Randy Orton was looking for Bray Wyatt. And finally, this, this whole thing with, between the two ended with Randy Orton sneaking up on Bray Wyatt and attacking him. Yeah, he was wearing one of those uh, sheep masks. So to recap the night, Randy Orton says Bray Wyatt is scared because he sneak attacks him. Then Randy <laughs> Orton sneak attacks Bray Wyatt. Because he's scared? Does that make Randy Orton scared of Bray Wyatt? And even before he did this, I hated it because Randy Orton's whole thing, RKO out of nowhere, is that not a sneak attack? I'd say so. Like when Randy Orton hopped the barricade and hit an RKO on Brock Lesnar? Are you scared of Brock Lesnar? Was that that? (laughs) Which, by the way, Brock Lesnar defeated Randy Orton in, I'm sure, an awful match. Sorry, I thought that uh, it hit mute on that one. Um, yeah, no, I was actually going to talk about that too, about their little house show match. Um, what do you want to say about that one while we're on the topic? What, Lesser, took, place? Is- what took place? Nothing. Yeah. Why, why should we care about Randy Orton? Why should we care about Randy Orton? He just lost again to Brock Lesnar. Why, yeah, but on the other hand, why should we care about Brock Lesnar still? Right. We shouldn't. So, should have cared uh-huh. about either one of them. Yeah. So that happened, whatever. And then the next match, or the first match of the evening took place, the Ascension teamed up with the Usos and defeated American Alpha and Heath Slater and Rhino, or Beauty and the Man Beast, I should say. Nice. And and, uh, fantastic for the fact that Ascension won. Yeah. Uh, I mean, by default. By default, they won. The Usos actually won, but... Yeah. I'm always pulling for Ascension to win matches, so... (laughs) Because I do believe one day they could be what they were once. What were they? You're talking about NXT, I'm assuming. Yeah, yes, NXT. I'm always talking about NXT. I mean, not, it's certainly not the way they debuted on the main roster, but. Uh, they got ripped apart when they first came up. Yeah. Um, so. I was yeah. a fan that the Usos did that little uh, back of the knee kick again. Putting yeah, that in there. I, I wasn't expecting that. The camera angle was really terrible. I wasn't expecting that, though. Really? Yeah, because out of nowhere, Chad Gable just fell. Mm-hmm. And then they showed, like, one of the Usos was there. But, yeah. Oh, but, I, didn't they do it to Slater? Oh, well, they I think they did it to Slater, too. Oh, I right. think I'm pretty sure they did it to Chad Gable outside the ring. Oh, I, I didn't see that one. Yeah, no, they definitely they tried to oh. work Slater's knee also. but Yeah. And then that's, they ended the match with the... The Tequila Sunrise. Yeah. 
Um, what did you think about their attire? I don't get their attire, but um, it definitely separates them. I hate that one of them wears a shirt. They have new music, so that's like good. Although I, <clears throat> I would have liked to have like a remixed version of their regular theme song. Uh huh. Yeah, like, I I agree. I would have just liked to have like a darker version of their theme song, kind of. Uh huh. But whatever. That'd be interesting. Darker theme song for them. Um. Yeah. But so up next after that we saw Carmella team up with Natalia to defeat Naomi and Nikki Bella. I you, actually you know, wasn't the uh, wasn't there stuff in between that or no? Like what? Wasn't there other uh, segments before Backstage Carmella stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I like, thought what? Well, Bliss and Lynch. No, that's after. Didn't that happened before Carmella. No, that's way further. Oh, all right. Continue. I thought uh, Nikki was going to win this match. I'm happy she didn't. And I'm happy that Carmella also did that eye rig to get out of the rack attack or whatever she's calling it now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a TKO, right? Yeah. And I'm actually happy that Carmella defeated Nikki Bella in this. Mm-hmm. So that, that helps with the continuation of stuff. Yeah. But as far as the match goes, nothing really happened. It's like Monday Night Raw with these matches. Nothing really happened. I know. It's awful. Uh, up next, though, I think was my favorite spot of the, the night, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, you had Miz and Maurice doing a hometown celebration for Miz. And um, they played a whole career video about Miz's career, how he's on the real world and everything. And then they then he introduced his parents sitting ringside, which people always pop for Mrs. Dad for whatever reason. Uh, I guess he's just like a character now. Yeah, I don't get that either. But uh, they also showed Ziggler's parents sitting ringside, where Miz made fun of Dolph Ziggler to them. And then Ziggler came out, challenged Miz to a match, saying one more time, no cheating, nothing. Give me a chance for that title. And basically, Ziggler ended up putting his career on the line. He's like, if I lose, that's it. Yeah, I'll hang up the boots. If I lose, I don't get the title. If I lose, I retire. If I win, I get the title and I have everything I ever wanted. What would you do if he lost and that was it? This is his way to get out (laughs) of WWE? It's like that. Like, there's... Thoughts that go back and forth, like, on, like, one half of my brain is like, yes, like, there's, like, no, of course, there's no way Ziggler's going to lose this. And then there's the other half that it's like, but, like, then Ziggler does, like, stand-up comedy, and he's, he could act. Maybe he's, like, wanting to get out of WWE. I mean, there's, I mean, I don't know if you heard uh, Cody Rhodes speak on Sam Roberts, but he mentioned that there's a few people that were supposed to quit at the same time as him, but like two other people or whatever, but they stuck with him and one person is happy with where they are and one person is not. What if Ziggler's that person that's not happy still yeah, and know. he's the next to leave? I mean, we keep on seeing all those rumors of him leaving. Right. So like, I hope not. 
That's like Miz. Miz was like, I want to make sure, like, if if you're putting your career on the line, it's not going to be a sabbatical. It's not going to be you going to NXT Monday Night Raw. If you lose, you lose, and you're out. And then Ziggler agreed. So, if Dolph Ziggler does truly, if this is his swan song of WWE, um, it's 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 a shame that it ended like that. Well, it's a shame that it ended not like that because I think Miz and, and Ziggler are putting on great matches together. It's a shame it didn't go to where it, it could have. Yeah, no, I agree with you because we always saw a lot more in Ziggler and a lot of potential with him. So it would be very, very unfortunate if this was it. He is a Grand Slam champion, if I'm not mistaken, though. Is he? Yeah, I mean, he won the tag team titles. He won the WWE the championship, the world championship. He's intercontinental champion, U.S. champion. Huh, that, that is very true. Very true. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so what are your thoughts? Do you want, what do you want? Do you want yes. him to win? No. I want him to lose. Wow, Dave. <laughs> hey, you know, I call it as I see it. I want him to lose. I want him to be on the independence. I want him to be in PWG. I want him to be doing the Cody Rhodes route, enjoying pro wrestling again, pursuing his comedy career, and not doing something where he's unhappy. So you're saying he'll never do our show? Never say <laughs> never. That was a joke. You said you don't want to see him do something that he makes him unhappy? Yeah, but... Being on our show would make him really happy. He's told us before. Woody, did he? <laughs> Not really. But you can imagine if he did, tell us. Yeah, but up next, Alexa Bliss attacked Becky Lynch from behind uh, when Becky was coming out for her match. So Becky Lynch even said it on on uh, Talking Smack. That seems to be like her MO now. Just getting attacked from behind. Yeah. But uh, Becky uh, Alexa Bliss was holding up the title saying that Becky Lynch doesn't deserve it and she's a loser. She's a loser. Loser. And that she should be champion. So we'll see where this goes. It was a good, I guess, a good spot to do it where there was, mm-hmm. it didn't have to be a match. But, yeah. Yeah. And then, I agree with you. I, then, I thought it was a great, great spot. And then after that, we had a video package for Kurt Hawkins, who said he has a major announcement next week. Major announcement? Kurt Hawkins, Brian Major. Brother? Brian Major's major announcement. Major? Are there Major Brother 2.0? Announcement? Only time will tell, though. It's definitely not. (laughs) Most likely, no. Up next was the main event of the evening. AJ Styles defeated Dean Ambrose to retain the WWE Championship. Uh, John Cena was sitting ringside. And towards the end of the match, AJ Styles randomly attacked John Cena. And John Cena got up on the ring apron... And caused the referee to not see Dean Ambrose pinning AJ Styles. So Dean Ambrose got out and attacked John Cena. And then when he got into the ring, 
um, AJ Styles ended up winning. Yeah. What are your thoughts on John Cena doing that? Getting I up am, on the ring apron. I am A-OK with it. I'm fine with John Cena being this involved with it. I like it. Do you, But do you think that was, like, uncharacteristic of John Cena? Uh, mm, I un- think 100% that was uncharacteristic. Yeah. Maybe I think so. But Cena actually afterwards got in the ring, and Ambrose went to hit Dirty Deeds, but he reversed it into a attitude adjustment. And then AJ Styles tried to attack John Cena from behind and got hit with an attitude adjustment. I'm a fan of this. And John Cena ending SmackDown, holding that, raising that championship above his head. Yeah, and John Cena said that he wants to be 16-time World Heavyweight Champion or WWE Champion. Woo! So will he tie Ric Flair's record? We'll see. Come no mercy time. Uh, that's When is that? Next week. Okay. These see, this is why I don't like all those uh, uh, pay-per-views. They're coming up so quickly now. Yeah, every two weeks. I mean, there's really no time to build up storyline. Yeah, but well, what, well, no, what we well, no, that's not that's incorrect. It's like a month in between for each pay-per-view. That's true. It's just different brands. Right, so. Yeah. But, but I think this show seemed like a weaker show than Raw did. Uh-huh. Which is, can't say much because Raw sucked. Yeah. For the most part. Like, there was some, like, the Cruiserweight stuff was great. Well, that's um, also, I mean, you had SmackDown and you only had three matches. In an that, entire two hours. That's what it was? Yeah, three matches. Uh, it was like as if, it was literally like they were like, we have nothing for SmackDown this week. Let's just write Randy Orton into a stupid backstage segment. Yeah. yeah they took out, that took up like 20, 20 to 30 minutes of, of a, a yeah, two hour long promo. Because you have your Ascension match, you have Carmella, then you have Styles. That's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's unfortunate that for a two hour show, you're spending it on someone who, I mean, we don't want to see. A real part timer. John yeah, Cena right. was talking on commentary about how he's a part timer or whatnot. And I'm like, no, don't say that. You're not. Like you you're there day in and day out. So you, is he admitting to, to doing the, steroids? You need to go on the Today Show, bro. He's on the Today Show this morning. Is Daniel he admitting Bryan, to doing Mickey steroids? And Bree. Why? What does that mean? Well, being a part timer, he can get away with that stuff. Oh, ooh. Imagine. Ooh. Imagine that. Imagine if John Cena claiming that he's a part timer. Imagine if he his name comes up in uh, some uh, well, it wouldn't come up in drug testing because he doesn't have to get tested. Ooh, let the rumors circulate. Yeah, so but, what I was gonna say during Monday Night Raw about uh, SmackDown about how WWE actually listens to us commentary this week. No stupid pop culture references from Mauro Ranallo. Yeah, none. We appreciate that. Maybe it's Thank finally you. setting in that he's he's annoying. Yeah. But we, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll take a break right now. And uh, we'll be right back here on Marking Out. Hi there, this is Kimberly, and you are listening to Marking Out. Welcome back to Marking Out, episode 295. Uh, let's get on to some outside the ring news. 
On Monday Night Raw next week, you're going to be seeing Ashton Kutchner, as Chris Kutcher. Jericho, as Chris Jericho would say, Ashton oh. Kutcher and Danny Masterson. Uh, they're going to be appearing on Monday Night Raw because Jericho, yeah. Jericho made fun of them a few weeks ago and said that they're better friends than them two. Him and Kevin Owens are better friends. Should be interesting. Have you watched that show yet? No, and by the way, it wasn't a comedian. It's Sam Elliott. Why does that sound familiar, though? The cowboy, Sam Elliott. Oh. No, okay. Yeah. Roadhouse. Is that what it's from? Yeah, Garrett. Mm. Wade Garrett. Yeah, so... That's where Wade Barrett got his name. Really? Yeah, Wade Garrett. Hmm. I'm looking forward, um, looking forward to seeing this. Yeah. Also, it's been reported that Ryback is in talks with Bellator, uh, the MMA company, about fighting. That would be interesting. I think Bellator is the one that has uh, Lashley. What's his face? Yeah, Lashley signed, right? Ooh, imagine TNA versus. Well, he's no longer in WWE, so never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be interesting. Uh, yeah. So, I wonder how he'll be if he yeah. if he does in fact go. But it was I don't know. I, I I go back to fourth weather. I, he seems like he would be slow. I think, just because of how bulky he is. But right. who knows? Uh, it's officially confirmed that Devon is now a road agent and a producer for WWE. He posted a picture the other day saying this is the third day on the job. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, William Regal. He announced uh, the participants of the second Dusty Rhodes Classic. Some of these teams include Ibushi teaming up with Itami, Ty Dillinger with Bobby Roode, who asked uh, Ty Dillinger last week on, or not uh, this week on NXT. You have DIY, Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. The it's, Revival. It's, it's Ciampa. Yeah, sorry, Ciampa. Uh, Tino Sabatelli, Riddick Moss, who we're not familiar with in the ring yet. Cedric Alexander teaming up with uh, Andrade Almas. And, and then, uh, yeah, they announced the Bollywood Boys as well as uh, TM61. Yeah, TM61 was the last one. So that should be interesting. Tino, yeah. Tino, you know from Breaking Ground if you watch that. Wasn't he released or no? No, he wasn't. Okay. And then you would also know him if you, wa- if you go to NXT live events. Same with Riddick Moss, I assume. Mm-hmm. But it's cool. Triple H tweeted out that it's like, uh, that this is a great opportunity for them to show to show NXT what they have. So, oh, of course, yeah. I was hoping. I mean, you have Cedric Alexander teaming with Andrade Almas. Mm-hmm. Like he just teamed with Rich Swan. You would think. That yeah, Swan and Alexander. But yeah, I guess that's not where they wanted to go. Bah. And uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be cool to see Ibushi. And a Tommy team up. Abushi is not signed. Mm-hmm. So, that'll be interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they actually do increase, maybe increase the money that they're offering him because they keep on bringing him back. So, uh, talking about bringing in uh, some talent, WWE has invited a bunch of people to their tryouts this past week. Uh, some of these wrestlers include Heidi Lovelace, Kimberly, Nicole Savoy. Uh, Shayna Bezler, Sue Young, Cedric uh, Rujo, Rugo, Rujo. I said it right, right? Rujo. And then you said it wrong. Yeah, Rujo. Who, who's the son of Jacques Rujo? Yeah, Rujo. Uh, Eddie Kingston, Jacob Fatu, who's the son of Tonga Kid, and former Buffalo Bills fullback Corey Knox. 
So that's pretty interesting. We were watching a little bit of NXT Live earlier on their Facebook page. They were, oh, wow. You finally uh, agree that it's NXT. Yeah, they were doing, uh, well, yeah, it's a tryout at, at NXT. Well, it was on the NXT page. Well, for the Performance Center. The Performance Center equals NXT. Uh, if you get signed to WWE's developmental system, you get signed to NXT. I... All right. Tino Sabatelli's um, been in NXT for years, or whatever. So then, uh, they had the live broadcast featuring Eddie Kingston and everyone doing exercises, uh, some of the drills, and it was pretty interesting. It was pretty cool to see, finally see what a tryout looked like. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. It's, it's crazy. Well, I mean, we've seen what tryouts look like. Yeah. We've seen uh, Tough Enough. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy though that uh, Tonga Kid is twins with Rikishi, and then <laughs> both of them went on to have twins. Yeah. So one of the that that guy Jacob Fatu, I think, is a twin. Very interesting. Not positive, but uh, moving on from the WWE tryouts to some rumors circulating TNA total nonstop action. Uh, rumors that. Flights have been canceled and rearranged matches for Bound for Glory due to money. Yeah, I mean, that's been the rumor. This, all the speculation the past few weeks. Has I mean, been... not, also not to mention that there was huge speculations that last night's episode of TNA Impact was the last episode of Impact. What was that? There was speculation that last night's episode of Impact was the last episode of Impact. Huh. I mean, obviously that comes off more as joking for Twitter, I guess, than truth. Mm -hmm. But uh, this weekend's a big weekend for them, especially if there's rumors circulating around with that. Um, what comes Monday after the pay-per-view? Yeah. Come next Thursday, will we have a show? Will it be bought by Meek Man? Or will Bill Billy Corgan have purchased TNA? Or will TNA have not sold? Hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's going to be interesting to pay attention to this. There's the the sites, the news sites are saying that uh the negotiations for the the sale of TNA have been very very messy and it's they've been putting all the blame on Dixie Carter and everything. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, so I don't know we'll see what what's the deal, but hmm. I mean, I'm always, I'm always pulling for them. But if WWE was to purchase TNA, what do you want to happen? What do you want to come of that? Uh, what would I want to come of that? I wouldn't want a repeat of the invasion angle. I would. I mean, as much fun as it would be, I would want something there a little bit more be, original. There would not be people to invade. Like, who's going to invade? DJZ? Like, who's well, going to be your Lashley? Like, he's a WWE guy. EC3? I would be good with EC3 invading. Yeah, I guess. But who would you put EC3 with? Drew Galloway? Drew Galloway. Yeah, I mean, you you already set the motions with their promo at Evolve. And you're going to tell me that WWE doesn't know what Galloway and EC3 are doing at Evolve? I mean, what with if all this their was, with them? What if this was the whole reason why WWE colluded with? Evolve. Mm. Just to have, just be, to later purchase TNA. Maybe they've already been bankrolling TNA this whole time. 
Hey, we never know. Happened with ECW, and we didn't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess people did know, but we didn't know because where were the internet wasn't there yet. <laughs> yeah. So, it'd be interesting to know. see what's the deal. What's the deal? But I'd be looking forward to. I wonder how they'd go about if they like center stuff or anything. But I would be liking to have them add all the early stuff for TNA. Yeah, I, that was the rumor that WWE was per, was interested in purchasing the rights of the uh, the tapes of the video selection that they have. Yeah, because I mean, with that you got like you got Dusty Rhodes stuff, you have more Hulk Hogan, you have Mick Foley, you have Sting, you have Samoa Joe, you have AJ Styles, Bobby mm -hmm. Roode. Um, who are the other big names that would be involved there? I mean, you have a, a uh, you have Christian, Kurt Angle. Yeah, Christian, Kurt Angle. You have the Hardys. Yeah. I mean, you have who else? Uh, Tomko, of course, legend. Uh, Foley. <laughs> First of all, I liked Tomko. <laughs> uh, you have Foley. Yeah, I said that already. Uh, oh yeah. Actually, um, I did here. Um, who else? They have a lot. Nash. A lot of people. Potentially Gal Kim if she comes back. Hall of Famer uh, this weekend. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people. I mean, you, maybe DJZ interferes at the Cruiserweight Classic or so. Uh, well, uh, no, Cruiserweight match. Probably not. Uh, no, 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 no. I'd rather not see that. <laughs> Why? You don't like him? No, I do. I just hate that gimmick. I uh, absolutely hate that gimmick. Yeah. Yeah, the gimmick. I mean, he's he is an awesome person and... A great wrestler. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, got absolutely no problems with him. No, just his gimmick. <laughs> no, but that's I, not. I, I mean, it. come on, I don't. I, don't I just, I just hate that kind of music. So, yeah, that's true. It's like I got the same problem with Naomi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I got the same problem with T.J. Perkins. Every time, every single time he dabs. Mm. Ugh. I know. I'm not a fan of dabbing. Yeah. So. That is, yeah, that's it, right? No. Uh, also, there is the New York State Athletic Commission. They changed a bunch of the rules for pro wrestling in 2017 for the upcoming year. Some of these rule changes involve promotions can no longer lend or rent their promoting license to other promotions. So that means they can't do, uh, hypothetically, House of Glory presents. Oh, don't do that. Don't. That would really piss me off. That stupid. What? That that stupid, stupid, stupid example on their website. Oh, I was both saying, both run separately. Both no, I'm have not their talking, own. License, I'm not talking sorry. any specifics. I'm just talking. No, what I'm saying that was their example. I oh, I wasn't doing. Yeah, I mean, heck, you could say uh, uh, NYWC presents Russell Pro. Like something like that, it they are not you're not allowed to do anymore. It has to be yeah, like if like, you do a Wrestle Pro, it has to be Wrestle Pro. It can't my, be my gripe. With, my gripe with their reporting on that is that every single thing they have their own license. Who like it's always Wrestle Pro presents or NYWC presents or House of Glory presents. Mm -hmm. It's the other companies like. Yeah, it's the other companies. I, like I that get that maybe that's they didn't want to. That they can't I'm saying maybe they didn't want to call out companies that didn't have their own license and whatnot. Mm -hmm. well, oh, like, you're talking about yeah. That I mean, who cares? It, me it, it, it is unfortunate. Okay, 
it's unfortunate though because I feel like this is going to put a, lo- a big damper on a lot of the independent promotions in New York State. Yeah. Um, because a lot of, I mean, obviously we have, I mean, from promoting it on our podcast, we see all of these. This promotion presents this promotion. And I guess now we know that potentially is because they're wrestling under that license. And it stinks because it's taking money out of the promoting license, uh, the promoters of the first show that the, with the license. And it's also taken away a lot of bookings for wrestlers. And it's taken a lot away from the fans. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Well, I mean, the, the pro wrestling is going to have to stand up to it or they're going to all have to come together to do something. Yeah, um, that's also, the same thing as standing up, but uh, I know yeah, there's a petition already circulating. Yeah, there's also, uh, they can't wrestle past 11 p.m., uh, and one ambulance with medical personnel has to, uh, consisting of, yeah, medical personnel, um, with at least a paramedic, has to be with receptive, uh, recessive equipment and all of that, uh, resuscitation, has to be on present at the scene at all times, even though they usually have a doctor there, but... I mean, so the, doctor, more, the doctor's normally just there to take blood pressure before the event starts. Yeah, but that's also even more money. Right. For the Especially to have an ambulance, a private ambulance yeah. or whatever. Renting an ambulance that hopefully promoters have, like, inns with people. Um, and then they have a wild thing about, like, uh, the spectators that they're not allowed to, like, uh, threaten. It says, in no event shall a participant be permitted to threaten, molest, hit, or abuse physically or verbally any spectator or engage in any conduct endangering the health, safety, or well-being of any spectator during the course of a professional wrestling exhibition. You hear that, King Mega? Lay off Brandon next time. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> well, that that's so stupid. It's like like that takes away like you can't be a heel. Like... You can't be a heel. That's that you literally couldn't be a heel if that was the case. Yeah, I guess you can't insult anybody on the way to the ring, but uh, but I guess that this is was also intact already, and so we'll see what happens to it. And then they, um, they have the as as per the 2011 edition of this that uh, no person under the age of 18 shall participate in any professional boxing, sparring, or professional wrestling match, and no person under 16 shall be permitted to attend as a spectator. Uh, unless they have a, unless between the ages of eight and sixteen, with a, uh, a, a a parent or guardian. Well, it looks like King Maxwell isn't going to any events anytime soon in New York. Yeah. So, but like WWE's been breaking that for years, and and even the eleven o'clock curfew thing they've had. Yeah. So. so. And then they it, also it's... unofficially banned table breaks. I don't know. That's not written. Yeah, it's, I don't know what the deal with that is, but table spots are a huge thing in hardcore matches and everything, so I guess we'll see what happens. Um, let's get on to some indie results. You have AIW, the whole shebang, the farewell to Johnny Gargano in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, they had a best two out of three falls match. Candice LeRae taking on Johnny Gargano. It went to a no contest. Yeah, and then also on the 23rd, the same night at the same event, Alex Daniels and Gregory Iron teamed up to defeat Candice LeRae and Johnny Gargano in Johnny's swan song to the independent wrestling scene. Yeah, so I could only assume that they may have interfered in that uh, that match, the best two out of three falls. Yeah. 
Um, for yeah. the 24th of September, big time wrestling in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Just wanted to mention really quick because I thought the team was really cool. The Rock and Roll Express teamed up with Cody Rhodes to uh, defeat Harlem Bravado, John Schuyler, and Trevor Lee. I thought, yeah. that was, I thought that was really cool that the that Cody Rhodes teamed up with the Rock and Roll Express. Yeah. Also on the 25th, uh, Progress, Chapter 36, we're going to need a bigger room again. In England, uh, the Progress, why am I saying that? Progress, <laughs> Atlas, title round robin tournament final match, Rampage Brown defeated Joe Coffey. To uh, become the new Progress Atlas champion. Uh, the Progress tag team titles were on the line. British Strong Style picked up the victory to become the new tag team champions. They defeated the London Riots. Yeah, you also had a best two out of three falls match. Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Tommaso Ciampa in his last indie match. Yeah, and then for the main event, the Progress World Championship was defended in a three-way match. Mark Haskins picked up the victory against Marty Skrull and Tommy End to become the new champion. Marty Skrull, of course, was the former progress champion yeah uh, i thought it was really cool wwe interviewed johnny gargano and tommaso champa about both of their final matches on the independent scenes so this is it this is now we'll officially i guess this week or whatever we'll officially be able to call them a tag team a wwe tag team yeah uh, very cool stuff. Which maybe this is leading to them. Obviously, seems like they're going to be taking over Toronto and winning, mm -hmm. uh, winning the tag team champions from the championships from the revival. Mm -hmm. But moving on, Dave, shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Thank you to the following people for promoting us in the week of professional wrestling. Thank you to John. Yeah, Mr. John Faust. Go check him out. Go check out Montreal Broski, MTL Broski. Go check out First Thing in the Morning, an amazing Let's Play YouTube show that you should subscribe to and watch on a weekly basis. Also, check out Team Awesome 418 at Team Awesome 418. Also, House of Glory Wrestling, they had all or nothing taking place this past week. And what a show it was. Um, they had Ken Broadway picking up the victory over Tony Nese to retain the eight, the Hog Crown Jewel Championship. You also had in the main event of the evening, EC3 taking on Brian Cage. EC3 defending his Hog Heavyweight Championship. Mid-match, Anthony Gangon came out and decided he made his big return and cashed in his contract that he won at a Battle Royal uh, last year to make this a triple threat match for the title. And Anthony Gangon successfully defeated EC3 and Brian Cage to become the new Hog Heavyweight Champion. So congratulations to Anthony Gangon. Go check out Hog Wrestling, House of Glory. Um, amazing stuff. They have upcoming shows that we will speak about when they get a little bit closer. But go check them out at Hog Wrestling on uh, Twitter. And, I mean, they just announced Zack Sabre Jr. is going to be making his House of Glory debut in NYC on October 21st. So definitely stand by because we're going to promote this and they're going to have a ton of action. House of Glory, HOGWrestling.net. Uh, hey, Brandon, do you have any shout-outs? This is Marking Out Smooth Jazz.
Brandon Shoutout's gonna make you First shout out goes to the Google Doodle from last Friday, which celebrated El Santo's 99th birthday. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. And it's funny, I showed my friend that. And my friend mm-hmm. goes, yo, did you do that? I was like, yes, I went to Google and made their Google Doodle of the day. <laughs> a wrestling rule. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like the Polly Wally Doodle all the day. Yeah. I made their Google Doodle all the day. Yeah. <laughs> so that was really cool. Uh, up next goes to Fox's new show, Pitch, which at first I thought was a legit thing when I saw the commercial. Like a, like the first woman in the MLB. Mm-hmm. But it was just for a TV show. Uh, she gets signed to the Padres and uh, deals with that. I thought it was pretty cool. I checked Very it out. I liked it. I liked the second episode. Hopefully it catches on because every single show that I check out and like seem to like either be really successful or get canceled. Like mm-hmm. Roadies got canceled. How? Come on, Showtime. Yeah. That killed me. Just like Vinyl. Vinyl got canceled also on HBO. Sucked. It sucks when mm-hmm. you invest into a show and then it gets canceled. And you don't see anything else of it. Yeah. But uh, last up, last shout-outs goes to New Day's Halloween t-shirt the WWE Shop released. Um, they released a Halloween version of the Bootyosh t-shirt, which I thought was pretty cool. Which I might pick up if it goes on sale. Interesting. I liked it. It was like a throwback to like Count Chocula, and mm-hmm. or at least in my eyes, it was. Yeah, no, I I agree. I I thought the same thing that you did. Yeah, so it was really cool. How often are you gonna are you buy gonna, it yet? Well, I said I'll buy it maybe if it goes on sale. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, come on, that's so stupid to spend thirty bucks on it on one T-shirt. Yeah, no, although that's I true. did do that for Zack Ryder's T-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> but no, yeah, true. so. Those are my shout-outs. Moving on to... Oh, by the way, it's podcast day. Our... Our... Markout moment of the week. That's right. Our markout moment of the week. I don't know what accent that was. I was going for Scottish, and then all of a sudden, like... Other things came over me, but uh, you nailed out. it. Yeah, kind of, not even, but still, it's very uh, difficult not to talk in a sometimes. But our mark out moment of the week. Do you have a mark out moment of the week? Do I have a mark out moment of the week? Uh, been, yeah, not really. No, I have to not. go. Well. All these videos are coming online, surfacing online of WW2K17 of the people that got to try the video game, uh, and they went through all the created parts and everything, and I popped because Jushin Liger's entrance stuff is in there. His actual gear is in the game. You just got to put the right colors and logos on it. I thought that was really cool. Um, His mask has been in the game, so that's like... Not a big deal, but the fact uh, that his attire and his entrance gear, which is like, it's so difficult to, to make entrance gear for Jushin Liger because it's like that giant coat thing. I don't, cape, uh, I don't know what to even say what it is, but it's cool. And then there's like other people in other people's gear that's in the game. Like um, 
Akeem has his gear in the game if you want to create him. Well, um, Giant I'm going to add on to that. Right now I'm actually watching Shinsuke's entrance finally, and I'm going with that is my markout mode of the week. That entrance is so cool. It's so stupid that like him, Nia Jax, and Apollo Crews can be in the games that their people are trying out, but like you have to wait until probably like three months or whatever, nine days. I mean, ninety days to to actually get hmm. the DLC if you don't have the NXT edition. Yeah, and it's still stupid that it's nine ninety nine. But I would have liked it if they had Nakamura. Okay, they did add that pop. Uh, if they had the crowd going like going with his theme song, yeah, well, like just keep singing along. And then I don't there's, know. There's, I don't. Listen. I'm gonna say I don't actually like his entrance a little bit once he gets into the ring because he does his. He looks at the at them. Let's see this one more time. Yeah, he grabs the rope and does his like swing back, but it's not as. Uh, Impulsive, like he does in the actual ring, but I'm not going to harp on it. Well, um, as opposed show? to entrances, like Bailey's entrance, they showed off awful. They showed that in the trailer, and I thought it was terrible. And then I was like, I'll give it a shot. And then I saw it, like they, it's like they don't have the technology for that entrance mm -hmm. for the for the air dancers, the wacky wavy, yeah, inflatable. Yeah, Man, that looks awful. It looked terrible, and then. Carmella's entrance is terrible. And just I'm assuming Enzo and Cass have the same entrance from last year. It's like it's a good concept, but it's terribly executed. Mm -hmm. They they need to take the the audio from live shows. Like like Road Dog and Billy Gunn, the New Age Outlaws have their entrance in it and it's fantastic. Mm -hmm. And I think it might be from like a live clipping of them. Yeah. And it's really cool. It's not the PG version where, where Road Dog would be like, oh, you didn't know? You better call someone or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's Yeah, it's the actual song. Yeah. I, um, I, I can't wait for the new game to, the new game to uh, come out just because it's going to be exciting to see a lot of these entrances, the finisher moves, everything put together. As... Yeah, you can see all the, the moves and stuff. People have them all on the, the thing. I'm, I'm more interested. The created the – created... The create a suite or whatever, it's going to be such a long, tedious process now. Yeah. Because there's like a million different taunts that like you could taunt the crowd. You could taunt from the top rope, from the middle rope. the And then your opponent and a wake-up taunt and everything. Yeah. So that's going to be even more work to create somebody. But I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to people having all the, the DLC uh, not the DLC, people making created characters and then me being able to download them accurately. Like, people made, like, uh, Jushin Ligers in the past and they've been spot on, but mm -hmm. now his, like, actual gear is in the game. So they have to do less work to make it look correct, and it's actually already looks correct. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. Yeah. So that's the markout moment of the week. Take us home, Dave. Take us to the year 5777. Well, go buy our t-shirts on ProWrestlingTees.com slash out. Go check us out on Facebook. Go give us a like. Facebook.com slash out. Also, go listen to all of our past episodes at MarkingOut.com. Go subscribe to us, rate us, comment on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or Google Play. 
Also, go check us out on Twitter at MarkNat, at BTTG161, at BTTG161, at DavidRave underscore MO. Go check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash MarkNat11. And we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors.